Hello, iTap Online community, and welcome to another episode of the Lost in the Shuffle podcast brought to you by your online source for tap dance education, itaponline.com. My name is Hillary Marie. I am your host, and I am here to support you with quick and easy access to new knowledge and fresh inspiration on all things tap dance so you can be the best tap dancer you can be, so you can be the best tap teacher that you can be for your students so you can be an awesome member of our international tap dance community. And today we're talking about poaching students. Now this is a pretty hot topic. I see it in Facebook groups and forums all the time. It's something that dance teachers and dance studio owners are always talking about at all times of season. So let's talk about an example of what poaching a student is. It's basically stealing a student. So stealing students or poaching students is an absolute dirty practice. It involves randomly approaching students and saying, they can't give you what I can give you. Your teacher sucks. Come on over here. And this is so rude. And I've heard crazy stories like teachers who roll up to the recital of the dance studio down the street, whispering into parents and dancers' ears, and that is crazy. And you guys, we cannot concern ourselves with crazy. We cannot concern ourselves with the type of people who do this because if that is how someone chooses to build their following, how they choose to build their student base, then imagine what their classroom environment is like. Imagine what their studio environment is like. Imagine what they are teaching their students about life and the dance. So this is terrible. It's just straight up terrible to sing a siren's song in the ears of students. And the truth is, the ugly truth is, that if they have to use tactics like that, to gain new students, then chances are they don't have the education offerings to back it up. So we cannot consume ourselves with these people and they're crazy. And the karma, you guys, the karmic impact of that, I just can't imagine it. So that's what poaching or stealing students look like. But what I really want to talk about today is toxic ownership. Now this is where I'm really coming from today, you guys. I have a major concern when I see things like this. Teachers and studio owners who post and say, I just found out that one of my senior competition dancers went to a dance class down the street. I saw it on their Instagram stories. It was bring a friend week down the street and they went. Do I bring it up to them? Do I wait for them to mention it to me? Do I kick them off the team or do I give them a warning? How do I lay down the law and let my students know that this behavior is completely unacceptable? Man, you guys, this is crazy to me. This is not an example of student poaching. This is an example of toxic culture in which teachers and studio owners declare ownership over their students. And there is a big difference, my friends. And I'm finding that in the dance community, we're blurring the line between the two, even though the difference is huge. Now, I've also seen posts where teachers say something like, 
you know, I've spent so many years trained. I trained this one dancer since they were three years old. And now that they're 14 and they're good and they're advanced and they know what to do, they're going to leave me. So someone else can go ahead and take credit for the training that I gave them. Man, you guys, this is, this is getting really blurry. Now I don't feel that it is appropriate for teachers to get angry with their students when they are looking to study with other teachers or seek additional opportunities to learn. Now my students, for example, many of them who are part of Future Step Tap Company or who attend Grooves Unlimited Dance Studio for weekly regular classes, many of them drive 30 minutes to two hours to come and study with me. And a lot of them came from competition background. And if you want to hear more about my thoughts on the competition dance scene, I recommend that you check out episode 27 titled, Are Dance Competitions Broken? Really, really great episode that's gotten a lot of really beautiful response from so many of you guys. So go ahead and check that out. But anyway... A lot of these dancers started studying with me while they were on competition teams and the backlash that they received was absolutely insane. One time it got so crazy that a student asked their studio owner for more tap. This was a high level student who had pretty much outgrown their studio's tap program. And other than that, you know, they, they loved being at their studio. They were so happy. And so they came to their director and said, I really, really want more tap dance. What can I do? Where can I go? And the director lied and said, you're getting the best training around. There is nothing else out there. So their parents went to Google and they found me online and they came for a drop-in class and then they told the studio. They said, listen, we just took this class with Hilary Marie. It was great. You've got to have her as a guest artist. It was so much fun. All the students here would love it. And the director said, oh, okay, thanks for the feedback. And the following week, they literally received an updated contract for competition team members, every single competition team member, saying that they could not study with anyone else in the tri-state area. Tri-state area, you guys. That is New Jersey, Pennsylvania, New York, Connecticut, like this whole area. They said they couldn't study with anyone else in the tri-state area without explicit written permission. And I have sadly seen this happen time and time again to students. I've seen people discuss this online and endorse this behavior, saying things like, I didn't train them well, so they could just go to another studio and have them take all the credit. Or they say, how ungrateful that my students would sneak off behind my back to another studio. Now you guys, these types of reactions they're really inappropriate and we need to encourage our students to study with other people. I personally have an open door policy. Even when a student wants to study with someone that makes me absolutely cringe, I'm talking about the type of tap teachers where I think to myself, oh good God, please just don't undo all of the good training that I've given them. Just please don't mess them up. And I keep it to myself. I keep it to myself every single time because I don't know what source of inspiration that teacher could potentially serve as for my student. Maybe they are a terrible tap dance teacher, 
but maybe they're a great motivational speaker. Who knows? But I can also hope that the training that I've given my students will give them the knowledge necessary to filter out good and bad teachers and good and bad tap dance training. And I have to say, so far, so good. My students tell me that they're going to take a workshop in the city with so-and-so, or they're gonna go to this convention, and you know, they're gonna go study with this person. And in my heart, you know, sometimes I'm just like, woof, you know, because, and it's not like that every time, you guys. You know, like if they're going and taking a quality tap class from a quality teacher, it makes my heart just absolutely sore. But sometimes, you know, they're going and taking class with somebody who is, you know, newly Instagram famous or something like that. And I look at the material and I say, oh man, please just, whew, here we go. But I don't say anything to them. Instead, I tell them, to have fun and let me know how it goes. I don't lie and I don't say, oh yeah, so-and-so is great. You're going to have a blast. No, I will just smile. I'll say, have fun, enjoy yourself and let me know how it goes because you guys, that is honest. It is in my honest heart and being that I want them to have fun and I want them to share with me how it goes. And whenever I've been in one of those situations where I know that the tap dance training that they are going to get is going to be less than stellar, they will come back to me after the class and say, you know, Miss Hillary, the class was okay. My friends had fun, but insert XYZ reason why they didn't love the class. Now this whole toxic ownership over students thing has gotten so out of hand that I have had kids jump out of photos after master classes because they're afraid of backlash from their teacher or studio owner, afraid of getting put in the back row, back corner of a dance, because that is what happened to their friend who got caught taking class at Broadway Dance Center. And the truth is that students who study at those types of studios, studios that threaten them, they will leave. They will fade out of those programs. They will find a new home with another teacher that is supportive, kind, nurturing, catering to their level and giving them what they wish for in a dance class. So if you're the teacher that they're running to on the side, just teach a good class. Be there to support them. They'll most likely eventually fade out of their other studio, but don't tell them what to do. That has to be their decision. They need to discover and decide for themselves. If you encourage them to leave, even if they're truly in a poor training ground or toxic environment, and they do choose to leave on your advice, they might resent you for the backlash that they experience. Now, if you're the teacher who is fearful of students being poached, I recommend that you focus your energy toward giving your students the best class experience possible meet their needs, listen to them. If they're seeking training elsewhere, it's because you're not giving them what they need. Now, maybe that means it's time to adjust your class or simply that it's time for that student to move on. We cannot hold on to our students forever. And you have to trust that you've equipped them well for the next step in their dance journey. Now, if you're a tap teacher who's feeling stuck, feeling like you need to refresh your class material or restructure your approach to the dance, I invite you to apply for my 99-day ITAP Online teacher training program. You can find more information at itaponline.com 
teacher. Now this program, this 99 day ITAP online teacher training program is appropriate for a passionate tap teacher who wants to bring their classes to the next level or a frustrated tap teacher who is feeling stuck. It's great for the eager tap teacher who feels like they could be giving their students more or the committed tap teacher who wants a stronger tap program. It's also great for the dedicated tap teacher who wants to develop a more thorough tap dance program. So through this training, I will help you fill in the gaps of your knowledge. I will help you to be a better version of yourself, not another version of me, because you will teach your own classes with your own voice. You will be re-energized and rejuvenated for the season. And together we will develop your own personalized curriculum and together we will raise the quality of the classes that you are teaching. So at the time of recording this episode, I am about five weeks into my current 99 day ITAP online teacher training program and we are just having the best time. I am working with such beautiful, passionate tap dance teachers who work with children, teens, adults, all over the world, throughout the US, in Canada, in Europe, you name it. And we are just having such a beautiful time working together. And each one of these teachers will be walking away with a full season's worth of material and class planning for every single one of their classes. That is all ages and all levels. They receive expert guidance from myself, my team, and other special guests along the way, and they're constantly gaining quick and easy access to new knowledge and fresh inspiration because they have full-time access to the ITAP Online video library, and they're also getting accountability and a support system via a community of other passionate teachers. And they will also walk away with a certificate saying that they completed this training with accuracy and an opportunity to ask me for an honest letter of recommendation for their many teaching jobs to come. So if this sounds like something that you're into, that you would love to be a part of, go ahead and head over to itoponline.com teacher and apply for the program. So that's it for now, you guys. As always, I would love to hear from you. So I want to know, have you had your students poached? If so, what ended up happening? Did they stay with you? Did they come back to you? Or are you a student whose teacher tried to claim ownership over you and your education and your training? I would love to hear from you. So go ahead and comment in the ITAP Online Community Facebook group and let me know. You can get there by typing in itaponlinecommunity.com or just typing in itaponlinecommunity in your Facebook app. Or you can also comment in the show notes of this episode, which can be found by going to itaponline.com and clicking on podcast. So I wish you guys all the best in your dance journey in everything that you do. You know that I hope that I can share some shuffles with you soon. And I really do look forward to hearing from you.